Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. When you're stressed out, you've got anxiety, you got a lot going on, and you don't even know what to do. Sometimes uh, some people reach for a med, nothing wrong with that. Something else you can do that can really get the job done to make you feel better, center you, relax you. It is the easiest thing ever. It's almost too easy. Many of us just say, bah, that's, that's, that, that, it's not going to work. That stuff doesn't work. And it's one word. Lots of songs have been written about this one word. And the word is simply breathe. Done right, it can have a major impact on your life very quickly. We're going to talk about breath work today. And it's part of what she does as a life coach, teaches yoga, energy, and so much more from Elite Motivation 411. Mahatma Starseed is with us. Welcome back. How are you doing? Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. I'm enjoying the rainy weather today. Hope you are enjoying the weather over there. Yeah, yeah. We don't have rain here yet, but it's coming. Um, and and I like what you got going on there. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say you you vibe the 60s and 70s, mostly 70s. Am I am I am I feeling that right? Right, right. I love the flower, the flower years, you know? <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Um, and this is, you know what? There was something about them where those years, they did figure some certain things out in terms of breathing. It was, you know, that these types of things that we're talking about go back decades and decades and decades. And it's even, right, scientifically proven that when you take the right types of breath in a stressful situation, scientifically it does something to your body. I think it's the it resets the sympathetic nerve system. I'm not 100 percent sure. Is that in my wheelhouse? But yes, it, 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 yes, it does something like that, right? Yes, it does. It's actually um, one of the best ways for you to reset your sympathetic nervous system, and it's really important for us to start having a deeper relationship with our nervous system. Because if we don't allow ourselves to get to a relaxing place, the opposite of relaxing is to um, is to flee, you know, is to run. And when we're in that part of our nervous system, we actually reduce our ability to protect ourselves. Our immune system is at its highest compromise when it's not activated in the parasympathetic nervous system. Hmm. Wow. What is actually going on when we get stressed out? What is going on is we're activating our fight or flight hmm. um, action steps in our body and the adrenaline starts pumping the blood to the more significant parts that require us to run. So it's pumping blood more to the brain, to the hands, to the arms, to the legs. And it's not so much focusing on the organs and the, and the cleansings that the organs have to be able to do to purify the body and keep it at a, at a conscious, healthy state. So when, is it really, I, I visualize it this way. Um, I love analogies. So for me, it's like a, like a, a reset button on a computer or a device or a control alt delete a reboot where when you take those breaths and we're going to get to that in a little bit in terms of how you should breathe but it's like it just stops you resets you and then you continue from there is it kind of like that oh yeah definitely uh if you ever heard anyone that says breath is life 
So every time you're breathing, you're breathing new life into you. Never thought of it that way. Wow. And the only only way to get out of something old is to bring something new forward. Wow. Interesting. And it's one of the most simplest things for right now. It's still free to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> although, so, although now hold on there, Mahatma. Uh, we go uh, to uh, fill our tires and you got to drop a dollar in quarters into the machine for air. <laughs> not right. It's not free anymore. Not free anymore. Yeah. Yep. It's not. And you know, it actually, it's actually costs us a lot to not pay attention to our diaphragmic breathing because that's what that is. And what we do on a daily basis, because, you know, when I talk to people about, you know, you got to breathe more, people are like, I breathe all the time. And I'm like, yeah, you breathe shallow breaths and shallow breaths do not allow full circulation. They just allow you to keep moving. Hmm. And so when we understand a lot of people have illnesses that are due to poor circulation. Totally and if it. you think, right. And if you think about it, when you go to, when you go to the hospital and they put those oxygen machines on you, what are they doing? They're helping you to fully breathe. They're helping you to get a hundred percent oxygen in Yeah, hundred percent of oxygen out. And you got to think to yourself, well, I mean, can't I just do that on my own? And a lot of people don't know that it's that rewarding. We don't know it's that rewarding because we're in the body and we're in our body every single day. So we really can't see how we're changing unless we set a mark. You know, that's where, you know, hit the coaching comes in help because we help you to create this mark. We help you to look at realistic distance, bite-sizeable action steps so that you can see it. You know, and then when you get to a place of really working on yourself, like individual as myself, I am actually at a level that I'm looking how to breathe more life into me and looking at it as where is there other ways that I can abstract breath that's not coming from my body. You know, a lot of what you're saying really makes it clear. You have people and many of us you know, a little pickier that what we put in our bodies in terms of food. But then we don't think about what we're putting in in terms of air. And I'll share a, a crazy story. It goes back about six years, somewhere around there. And it was my uh, friend's son. And he was doing some work at my house at the time, uh, just doing a deck. And we got into a conversation. And he's like, yeah, I've, just been, I've been tired lately. I just, I don't know what it is. I'm like, yeah, me too. It's just like, I don't know what it is. I'm just like feeling run down, but I'm getting enough sleep. I'm eating enough we talked more about it, and as crazy as this sounds, we weren't breathing properly. I know it's ridiculous, but we identified that we're just taking short breaths. Like we're outside, we're doing stuff, we're working, we're active. You know, I try to pin down like when I was feeling more tired. And then there are times even nowadays where I'm like, oh, like I don't know why. I like I'm just like, and then I realize I am not breathing properly. I'm not taking full deep breaths in. And enjoying the air, <laughs> letting my body nourish it with, with oxygen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so with that being said, I can give a nice tip. You know, I want to give the the audience something to walk away with sure. and to be able to understand how extreme you are breathing. How, how many breaths you take in 60 seconds. Okay. And 
if you're below 10 breaths, you're a really calm person. If you're above 17, 20 breaths, you are probably getting closer and closer to anxiety than getting calm. <laughs> if you're mm. over like 25 breaths, you probably have a really stress-filled life. I'm afraid to so do this. <laughs> <laughs> don't be scared. Don't be scared. I, I don't, just don't want to know because I, I kind of know. Um, and the breathing thing is it's, I forget, I talk about it and I forget to do it. And I've been in those situations even recently where it's like, ah, oh, just there's so much going on. What? And just like, forget. And, but I'll tell my daughter who's 15, um, and has some anxiety like most teens do nowadays. And I'll tell her that. And she's like, ah, like, no, but it's, it, it actually does work. And it, and I, I've, t- I've said a million times it is proven. You can Google it. It's scientific. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent, you know, and when we understand that it is what's going to give us longer life, right? Because we come into this world through the breath. Mm. We don't pronounce a baby to be alive until we hear its first breath. True. And we don't pronounce someone to be dead until we can uh, identify that there's no more breath. True. And so if we want to just get fun and funky, which is paying attention to the breath, because we can get funky with any other part of our body. However, if we're focusing right now on the breath, we can understand that if we can, if we can reduce how many breaths I have to take in a minute, I can create a longer lifespan just by identifying with how many breaths I've taken. Hmm. And so if you're looking to stay younger, there's one key. <laughs> okay. Well, to back up your point, if you look at somebody who smokes, what does their face look like? Typically, They're deep so, inhale. It, uh, there's wrinkles typically, and I'm not talking around their mouth where they, where they smoke, but just their overall skin. And I, I believe it's because they're not getting full oxygen or they're polluting their body with nicotine. Um, and their body over time reacts to it. You know, it, it's interesting. We call it, we call it breath work because it is work. You have to work at it in order to properly breathe. I, this was year before last and first time I ever did this friend of mine signed us up to, um, a cacao ceremony, which uses chocolate from the uh, tropical rainforest in Peru, the most purest chocolate on the planet. Um, it's got uh, m- massive amounts of magnesium, and they say it's got euphoric properties where you start, you know, thinking a little bit more. We drank that. Um, and then they did a breathing exercise, almost like get down on the mat. And all I remember, it was about 15 of us in the room was the person was walking around that was facilitating this whole thing. And you had to do this. Inhale, inhale, exhale. Inhale, inhale, exhale. Inhale, inhale, exhale. And that went on for you know a bunch of minutes. I will tell you, uh, when that was done, I was getting thoughts of situations in my life. And that, that's what they said. Think of something that you need to work on and deal with. And I was dealing with it and thinking about it. And I'm going to tell you here, every person in that room was crying. Every single one from that whole and I don't know why. I don't know if we were hyperventilating or what it was. All I can say is I'll never forget it. And it was like super cool. Um, but it got back to one thing, the breath work. That's what right. made the difference. The type of breathing right. that was done. Right. 
Right. You know, tears are a powerful thing. And depending upon where your tears come from, they let you know what you're crying about. Right. And so if a lot of people were crying from the outside of their tears, that means they were crying from liberation. Wow. So you think about it, you know, a lot of us are really crying through liberation because the soul is being able to fully fill breath. You know, the vessel, the body isn't just keeping it for itself, for its mechanical keep up. It's reaching the soul and the soul is getting to feel the, you know, abundance of, of being in this earth on this plane. And, you know, that's a very liberating thing to feel. It's like touching water for the first time, like once summer hit, mm-hmm. you know, and you at first crisp pull water touch and you're like feeling that refreshing. That's what it feels like for the soul. Mm. And I've heard you need people. We need to cry. That's how yeah. we purge. That's how we release. You know, he's got to let it go at some point because a lot of us just keep it all bottled in. And then what are we doing? Probably not breathing properly because whatever we're holding in is creating anxiety and you're just, it's not happening. So I want to, I want to ask you about the, the breathing techniques in terms of, and I don't know the numbers, but you know, seven, you know, five, seven and all of that. Uh, I forget them all. I, I need to remember just one. Um, can you help with that? Can you share with that? Is there something that works for you? You heard something that works? Yeah, I, it sounds like you're attempting to say the five, five, seven breath. Attempting. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. Because you got the five and the seven there, right? But it's okay. two fives. So okay. you were really, really on point. And so it's you inhale for five seconds, then you hold, and then you exhale for seven. And so you just like, you do it in your head or you do it with your hands and you just allow yourself to really take it from the stomach and you just inhale for five seconds. You go, hold it and you allow yourself to exhale. The hand gestures just kind of help you to just keep going. <laughs> but they're just, they're just to help. <laughs> and what, what are the numbers again? Is it five, five, seven? Yeah, five, five, seven. So one more time. So it's, it'll never escape my mind. It'll be clear for everybody else. Five, five, seven means it's five seconds that you are inhaling complete inhalation five seconds complete hold you hold that inhalation you hold that breath right so like you're bringing in this life and you're holding it in you're allowing it to spread through your body and then it's complete and then you want to exhale it and you want to give back the the life back to earth right because we're breathing in oxygen and we exhale carbon and so the carbon goes back to the trees so we give back to Mother Earth every time we practice deep breathing. So it's five in, you're holding it for five, and then you're letting it go for seven. Letting it go for seven. I've heard the most important part of all of that is to let go. Yeah. And that's why it's longer. And when you are letting go, you are literally letting go. You're purging not just the spent air, but you're also letting go of things at the same time. Maybe not psychological, not, you're not conscious of it, but it's, it's happening in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because, you know, at that point, your body already knows what to dispose of. Gotcha. You know, what, what other thoughts do you have uh, in terms of breathing that we should be aware of? Any other things that pop on your head? Um, I, I know there was a cool one that I heard from a monk 
when I was doing some monk um, breathing exercises, some Buddha breath exercises. And they were saying that the reason why dogs die so quickly is because they breathe so quickly. So if you pay attention to a dog, they're like, this is why they die quicker because they're breathing through their breaths. Wow. You know, I never thought of it that way that, you know, that kind of backs up what you just said in terms of counting the number of breaths. And mm-hmm. if you're anxious and you're breathing a lot, tap to tap to the breath breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is like that's 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 huge. Uh and yeah, what do dogs do all the time? Um they're always panting, typically. Um mm-hmm. when they're at rest, not so much, but we don't know what they're doing at rest. They may still be breathing quite a bit. And then you add Let's say they're outside, they're walking around, it's a little hot out. Then they're, you know, panting and breathing like fast. Right, right, right. Hmm. So the elasticity, the elasticity is in the breath. You know, I, I completely stand by it. You know, a lot of people can barely believe the age that I am and the age of children that I have. Uh, Today is actually my son's 16th birthday. Wow. wow. Happy birthday. um, I'm. I'm so proud. Thank you. I'm just so proud of like feeling still like I'm in my twenties, even though I'm very much not there anymore. <laughs> uh, sometimes I feel like I'm in my thirties, sometimes the forties, but uh, my son just turned 17 <laughs> and I have a daughter who just turned 15. Um, but yeah, you know what I want to do? I want to, I want to just get in that vehicle with you and just take a drive and talk about life. <laughs> And then, you know, in my visual, in my mind, that's like a, you know, call it a, you know, 1977 Volkswagen uh, van. If I don't know if you know where I'm going at, you know, the whole 70s going on there. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I actually, um, I go on tour with people that are a part of my community and um, we experience, you know, the life of being and connecting with Mother Earth. And I also do, I, I don't fully advertise it. It's kind of in the back end, but I do a 27 day safe space intensive where I, I come into people's lives for about four out of the seven days of the week. And I really help pay attention to what it is, what they're doing. And I help them to redefine it immediately within those measures. Life changing stuff really happens when you have me in your 24 <laughs> seven. You know, I'm feeling that. I really am. And I'm, I'm glad that we're, we're doing video here because I feel we started not doing video. And I feel like I've gotten to know you more and what you're about. And like you run deep, but not in a, not in a way that's hard to understand. You know, right. like some people shy away from all of this metaphysical stuff uh, just because it's like, oh, wow, I, that's out of my wheelhouse. I can't do that. But no, these, you know, these are important basic principles and it's almost as if like you're my, you're my shadow for four of the seven days, <laughs> you know, just walking <laughs> around and, and guiding and it's almost course correction, you know, like, Hey, Steve, why are you breathing like that? What are you doing that for? You know, not a good idea. Right. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. Tell me about that. How does that even work? You know, if somebody works with you in that, uh, that capacity, uh, you know, usually I would stay in like within somewhere in their quarters or I'll get something that's within the vicinity and, um, we just go about like their natural day of what they're doing. If I, I might shadow them at work with their family and um, I'll give some mediation 
to be like the light in the room. I've helped to bring that neutrality, uh, really reducing uh, a lot of the crises that happen within families uh, to be able to just help us to be able to coexist more. Uh, it's, it's really transformational stuff. I also, because I'm there, you know, we talk more about the podcast conversations that I have. We unfold from there. I do more sound healings and I definitely help you with your nutritional um, list, like your nourishment list, like the stuff that you're eating. So I, I'll usually go shopping and bring the stuff that I would eat and share it. You know, and that way other people can figure out what they feel comfortable with. Because I like to keep it very level. You know, I love being metaphysical, but I also love being very human. And I want to be able to help people understand we're not here to damn anything. We're not here to X anything off the list. We're just here to put the things on our list that matter first. And if we have space for anything else, mm-hmm. you, this is the space we have. And we go accordingly from there. So one, one thing that comes to my mind, you're not just a life coach. You are a life coach. There's a difference. There's <laughs> yeah. a difference. Um, and I say in the seconds we have left. So two things, when you breathe, I'm going to pivot back to that for a moment. Hmm. The nose, the mouth, the five, five, seven or five, five. Six, yeah, I got that right. Five, five, seven, uh, yeah. nose or mouth. Do you, I, Cause I've heard, you know, you start, you breathe from your nose and then out of your mouth. What do we got there? You could do either or. Um, there's so many just methods of breaths because like they do the UG breath is basically like through the nose. So if like you're breathing like through one nostril, you definitely want to keep your mouth closed. But like anything like the five, five, seven, you can do either or you can really play with it. You can just keep it the nostrils and see what that does. Okay. Or you can do both. Wow. I, I hear it both ways for me. It's always going to be through by the mouth because I have a deviated septum from back in the day and uh, you know, one nostril, not so much. So I'm probably the worst breather that you will ever meet. So that's why I need to take your advice and final question. So you seem like you're into the seventies and that, you know, maybe that, uh, that era, what kind of music are you into? Oh, I'm, I'm into a lot of conscious music. I, I, I love music across the board. You know, but for me, what I'm listening to throughout the day is a lot of sound healing. Um, a lot of like, I love the Native American flutes mm, and I'm getting really, really big on the harp sounds. I, harp is amazing. I got you there. And I recently went somewhere and there was a guy playing that flute and it just, you stop. Like it's just in your, in your tracks. Like, uh, just keep going. Just keep going magical yeah uh mahatma how do we uh how do we connect with you you can find me elite motivation 411 on any of the major streaming platforms and you can find me on the link tree elite m 411 to get a list of all my services awesome uh learned a lot today and it's funny when we first started talking before we got on here what we're gonna do and in my brain i was thinking are we gonna be able to talk for almost a half hour about breathing uh (laughs) And we did, <laughs> we did, and we covered a lot. And again, you have such a wonderful way of presenting it where it doesn't get too deep, where it's over your head. And you're just like, wow, I can't understand that anymore. Uh, always great talking with you. Thanks for being here today. Thank you so much. Great day, great day, great talks. We'll talk to you soon. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Of course my kid's in the right car seat. Well, I think he is. Yeah, my kid's in a booster seat. He was ready to move up. He is ready, right? Her car seat looks like the right size. There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? Rear-facing, forward-facing, I think I have it right. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know, know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. I know my child's in the right car seat, or else I wouldn't get in the driver's seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.